Welcome to the Vantage Point with your host, Tony Sherman. Hey everyone, Anthony Sherman here. Welcome to the Vantage Point Podcast. If this is your first time listening, thanks for joining us. The Vantage Point Podcast is brought to you by Vantage Tactical Solutions, a safety and awareness training company. Each week we will discuss topics relating to your overall safety and well-being. Feel free to add our podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes, as well as follow us on Facebook at Vantage Tactical. Welcome, everyone. This is Tony Sherman with the Vantage Point Podcast, being brought to you again here at the 2022 United States Concealed Carry Association Expo here in beautiful Fort Worth, Texas, although the weather has not been the nicest, as I said last. Uh, my name is Tony Sherman, and I'm here with Sean Paul. Sean Paul is also one of our member, newest members of our Vistalar and Arma training staff. And um, Sean, I'd like to talk a little bit. First of all, thank you for being part of this podcast, and thank you for being here. Uh, thanks for your... Um, your experience that you brought to the table this weekend uh, here in Fort Worth at the Expo and all the class we've done so far, um, your input that you've been you've been um, hand, uh, been putting out there has just been top notch. So I've mentioned that to you earlier. So Sean, talk a little bit about uh, who you are and how you got started. Yeah, I, I appreciate it, Tony. I mean, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be working with this team and, and, and representing both Arma and, and Vistalar and, and my current company that I work for, Allied Universal Security Services. It's just a great blend. Uh, you know, I, I come by way of uh, first going through the military. I was a military police officer for a couple of years, gained a lot of, I would say, leadership experience going through the ROTC program. But then I had some great experience of just law enforcement and what law enforcement meant, not only in uh, the military and, and, and doing recon and patrols, but I had a chance to work with a lot of the uh, the families on a Korean base and, and learned more of what it was like to protect the community. Uh, from that, I transferred over to law enforcement. Mm-hmm. I was a law enforcement officer in uh, Missoula, Montana for 14 years before I left with a medical injury. Uh, but that was a, a great opportunity for me to build on my tactics. I was a, a SWAT team leader. Uh, was able to work with the canine patrols, was able to become a, a defensive uh, tactic instructor, ground fighter instructor, use of force instructor. And I think that just really rounded myself as a law enforcement officer to then begin to work with the community and, and the school resource officers, arm intruder training, and really just expand uh, you know, myself and my leadership in, 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 a, in a position to when I was able to leave law enforcement to say, you know, now what? And I was fortunate enough to be picked up by a a female um, retired Marine Colonel who asked me to join healthcare, asked me to join uh, a a hospital in in Missoula, Montana, and become her security manager. And she was just a tremendous mentor to really help round my background out in healthcare and how to become a security expert. So after leaving that particular organization, I was picked up by Allied Universal. Currently, I'm their, their vice president of Enterprise Support Services, supporting their healthcare vertical in safety training and compliance. And, and part of that was you know, understanding how best we can support security officers and nurses and patients and visitors in a healthcare setting. And that's really where uh, you know I, I became connected with Vistalar and understanding what they are, are able to provide that was above and beyond what we were doing. You know what a lot of people don't understand, Tony, is healthcare workers are the number one victims of workplace violence across the country. Yes, they are of, of all professions. And when you think of that, you know their jobs to take care of people, and they're being assaulted, and they're being assaulted because they're not trained how to take care of themselves. 
Nurses go through nursing school to care for patients, not to protect themselves from assault. So I needed a program that truly talked about being assaulted. For security officers, being in a fight. I mean, and how do you protect yourself? How do you protect others? Weapons, how do you deal with people with syringes, people who have broken things and they have glass, they're using tubing, they're using IV poles to fight you. And I just wasn't finding it with other programs out there. And I had somebody refer me to Vistalar, and I met Dave and I was introduced to the team and we worked through it. We put together, you know, uh, the program that Vistalar offered that really supported us above and beyond just that basic de-escalation of physical intervention. Mm -hmm. What do you do when somebody is punching you and kicking you? What do you do when they are deranged from, uh, you know, some sort of a illicit drug to alcohol? Uh, to just their, 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 their mental health status. And not only is it a way of protecting yourself, it's compassionate. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, when, when some, some of their cornerstones are to treat people with dignity by showing respect, that is a tie to health. That's Bissler's core philosophy. And if we all did that just every day, yeah. how much better would we all be, never mind how much de-escalation would just naturally be there because that's who we are and that's yeah. how we present yeah. ourselves so to me that's what we are missing in healthcare security and that was my ability with allied universal to begin to work with this and really tie that into the overall thinking of our training programs it's funny when we talk about the de-escalation and non-escalation and um there are so many people that we talk to um Having started with Vistalar and my background in law enforcement, uh, so all we did is travel and train um, law enforcement agencies as the end user. We trained the instructor trainers for the academies. And then healthcare opened up and we started to redevelop the program, not just for law enforcement, but for healthcare and all these different avenues and security and different aspects that um, when we started to see the necessity and the need for it in um, in healthcare, and Joel Lashley, one of Vistalar's uh, content creators and uh, expert in mental health, mental health issues within uh, hospital security, he talks about you know clinicians are five times more likely to get assaulted. And hearing your statement, you being directly involved in that, solidifies the fact that it's something that's very much needed in today's healthcare society. Um, Patients are upset. They're they're hurting. They're in pain. They feel like they're getting the medication on time. They should be. And when someone's medicated, they're not in the right state of mind, right? And this program, this large program for healthcare, you know, we talk about our core philosophy is treating people with dignity by showing them respect. Um, sometimes that's not often the case in some of these situations. But when they go through that, from the emergency department to the frontline staff to the administrators to the doctors to the you know office staff, are the greeters, you know, the informational desk, they all go through the same program. It's you're seeing an, an eye opening on on the change and everything. But most often, people are like, we want de-escalation training, not understanding that you got to first start with non-escalation training, create that supportive atmosphere instead of create, stopping something that's already in defensive atmosphere. And I think Vistalar really nailed the key on that one with combining not just non-escalation, de-escalation, but also crisis management as well. Because when someone's in pain, they're in crisis. When, there's, when they're irrational, they're in crisis. And especially in healthcare, we see that a lot. Uh, one of our trainers, Fred, uh, is a trauma one, uh, works for a trauma one facility, Children's Hospital Milwaukee. 
and he sees that and he talks about that all the time. Parents come in upset because they're just around their child. It's a hospitals are a violent place. Yeah, I mean, let's look at the continuum of a 911 call. 911, what are you reporting? There's somebody on the side of the street, they're yelling, screaming, they're beating up someone, the cops show up, they realize that the person's highly intoxicated, mental health issue, they don't take them to jail. They bring them to the hospital. They need to be medically cleared. They need to have a mental health assessment. So law enforcement, you know, two, two, three officers, rightfully so, they handcuff them. Sometimes they may have to tase them for their safety, whatever it might be. And they end up dropping them off at the hospital. And they uncuff them, and now it becomes a clinical intervention. Now it becomes a hospital issue. And you have untrained staff sitting there dealing with the same, same person that two, three officers just had to use all of their training to get into control. So where then do we pick up with our training? One, to not escalate them again. Like you said, that is just key. We are, we are missing the mark. We're not taking our time to truly build that rapport uh, with these difficult patients. And then the other skills that definitely, without a doubt, protect our nurses and our security officers. Exactly. And I think you having gone through the training with Bistelar, um, I remember meeting you during that training curriculum. Um, and I think that opened up Dave to say, you've got what it takes. Why don't you join our team? Come join us at the Expo. When, it, when he told me you're coming along, I'm like, all right. That's awesome because you're a hard charger. You really are. Yeah, so, no, I appreciate that, Tony. I mean, it's a great opportunity to then blend the rest of my background together with now, you know, my primary role of supporting healthcare, but be able to come to the Expo to be able to support families, be able to support people who carry concealed to be safer citizens, to be responsible firearms owner. I mean, that, that's just the key to keeping everybody else safe as well. Well, you can definitely tell you have a passion for that and how you present yourself, how you communicate with people. Um, and that's what we want people to feel. We want people to feel, you know, at, at the end of the day, we're exhausted from what we do. And the last thing we want to do is sit down and talk to more people after doing what we do. But it also makes us feel better about ourselves as a trainers when you can walk around this expo and someone was in the class and they'll come up to you and say, hey, thanks a lot for the training, right? Yeah. So, and they'll ask you questions. And that's, we're here for them. We're not here for ourselves. We're here for them, right? right. And that means a lot. So, Sean, anything else to add? Yeah, no, I just really appreciate the opportunity. It's a great opportunity to work with this team and bring all of our skills together. I think we're delivering great content. Like you said, I've had several people come up to me and I'm going home and I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start training to these tactics. I'm going to make my home safer for my kids and their, their friends who come That's over. That's amazing. And, and if we can just keep one person safe, never mind. I'm sure we're going to keep a lot of other people safe after this comfort. It, it's worth everything. Absolutely. I agree with that. And, you know, this this organization, the United States Concealed Carry Association, does a great job and bringing in great trainers. We've been doing it for eight years. I myself have been doing it for six years, but Dave's been with the USCC Expo for, since they started their very first Expo. And uh, there's no other better organization, I feel, uh, to be part of. So um, I want to thank everyone for joining in on this podcast and for listening on this podcast and um, uh, another, another edition of our podcast. But stay tuned for more. Uh, always remember, be aware, be prepared, survival through training. And that brings us to the end of our show. Thank you for listening. The Vantage Point Podcast comes out every week. If you have any questions, email us at info at vantagetactical.com or post a topic on our Facebook page. You can also leave a message with a request or your question at 414-377-4225. Again, thank you for listening and join us next time on The Vantage Point. And remember, be aware, be prepared, survival through training.